We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. There is a big difference. Like, not losing and losing is just like, well, just let's go through the motions. Mm -hmm. Well, this is go through the motions without getting injured, and who cares if we score or not? This is the game where it's like, I'm not even going to bother playing that highly concentrated defense because the game's 4-2 and we lose. What's the big deal? Right. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit Rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird and Jordan Cooper. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined in this Thursday by Jordan Cooper for our very last World Cup preview podcast. Jordan, does it feel like we've been doing World Cup stuff for five months or five years? Uh, somewhere in the middle. Sheesh. I don't even remember what club football looks like. Well, we'll see it in three weeks or yeah. a month or so. No, the Premier League is actually just going to start on Monday. Okay. They're just are say, they, are they doing the International Champions Cup? You better believe pre-season? it. Oh, great. Well, we're not going to do podcasts. No, what do you mean? We're doing daily. Daily really? International Champions Cup podcasts. Uh, starting, um, I just looked it up, July 20th is when it starts. So it's just basically a podcast previewing who we think the nine subs are going to be. Um, it's actually so much better than that, Jordan, because 
the first three games are single days. So we get International Champions Cup Showdown. I can't wait. <laughs> Man City Dortmund, Bayern PSG, Liverpool Dortmund. I mean, it's going to be awesome. Play the backup goalkeepers. That's a, That could be a play. Both of them. Right, you play both goalkeepers from one team. Ooh. And they neither of them get 60 minutes, and you right, don't yeah. even get the win or the clean sheet. Right. <laughs> but you think there's going to be 44 saves. Right, right. Ooh. No, okay. We're not doing that. In case anybody was like, oh, great. No, we're not doing that. We'll, uh, we'll come back for the Premier League. Don't worry. Uh, but anyway, we've got two matches left of the World Cup, one that really matters and another one that really doesn't, except maybe for Harry Kane. Um, but we're going to tackle the main slate, the two-game, which uh, based, I'm guessing, on some analytics, DraftKings decided to make the two-day a little bit of a bigger one, even though now one of the matches doesn't really matter. But what do you think about That's- that? Well, instead of doing five versions of the same contest over and over again. <laughs> turns out people actually like playing the regular DFS game. It's weird. What it's a weird. shock. Yeah. As well as playing Showdown. Because yeah. the, the, the big Showdown contest, they they filled also. Yep. Yep. I think I that's kind of been my biggest takeaway uh, in terms of the appetite for at least World Cup contests on DraftKings in that Showdown doesn't cannibalize the classic slate at all and vice versa. Right. There, there are people that, that, casual people that may just want to play Showdown, but there's enough, you know, they got enough interest in new newer soccer players. Doesn't mean they're bad or anything, mm-hmm. but players that, that have played other sports and have never tried out soccer until the World Cup that, oh, you know, they... Same way with they'd rather play a, a full MLB or NBA slate rather than a showdown. It's mm-hmm. the same type of thing where mm-hmm. it's more of the game that they know rather than kind of the high variance crapshoot with top heavy payouts for showdown. Like that's a that's a nice little luxury, but but I mean we prefer the the classic slates way more. Yeah, I certainly do. Uh, so the two games that we have. Obviously, the final is Sunday at 11 o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. Croatia, France. The third place game is a rematch from the group stage, England, Belgium, which uh, I had no interest in doing the research to find out if that has ever happened. But uh, the interesting thing about the the first game is that both teams basically played to lose and they have really no incentive to win this one either. Uh, so... I'm expecting some rotated sides. I could understand that game being the higher scoring of the two because YOLO, but I'm not sure I'm stacking it. <laughs> but if you take a look at the lines, Belgium is plus 120-ish mm-hmm. right now uh, over England. France is minus 110, minus 115 over Croatia. Uh, the Belgium-England game total is hovering close to three. Mm-hmm. And the France-Croatia game is an under two. Yep. So looking at that, just you'd say, hey, I'd want more pieces of the Belgium-England game than France-Croatia. Okay. Even though, obviously, France-Croatia, they're actually playing for something. Yeah. But we may get value out of the first game. Obviously, it's the third-place game. We're going to get that first. 
we could kind of predict already the France-Croatia lineup. Maybe yeah. one player here or there, one or two mm-hmm. types of things. Uh, so, I mean, you'll, you'll be able to construct your lineup right, right in the beginning. And the more that they throw out B-sides in the first game, uh, the more likely you're going to take more pieces of that game. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, the B players that I want play for France, and we're not going to get them. <laughs> right, well, I'm talking about in the Belgium England. No, I know, I know. I'm, ju- but I'm just saying, uh, if I had, could choose the four sides B B teams, I would want the French B team, which I'm not going to get. Like, and f- I would love to play Nabil Fakir, but instead, I'm going to think about playing Adnan Yanazai. Right, but I mean, but Fakir's eight thousand. I almost, I almost rather France run out the lineup that they have been running because it's kind of easy to pick out the one guy that you want to play. Right, right. Yeah, it seems it'll be that way. So, um, we will find out obviously before lineups. It was a popular conversation in the Slack chat today. In fact, it's still going on about whether Harry Kane is going to start. Do you start Harry Kane in a game with the highest total? No. Okay, me neither. Not in cash. It still comes down to you. It's a gold-dependent forward. Mm-hmm. So, no. So okay. I don't care if he's going for the golden boot. I'm not even sure if he starts. But, I mean, I'm not looking to play Vardy if he starts up top or Welbeck or whoever. You know, I'm not looking to play Batuai mm-hmm. if he plays for Lukaku. I'm not—why I'm not, I'm, do I have to go there? There's plenty of uh, forward-eligible players that I'll play over those guys. Mm-hmm. But I mean, obviously in GPP, sure, go for it. But I, I'm more I'm more likely to pay up in the Belgium England game than in the in the the France Croatia game, as far as a goal dependent player. Right. I was going to say I'm not, sure you're gonna have to, I'm not sure you're going to have to pay up for anybody in France Belgium. I mean, no, uh, but excuse just, me, uh, England Belgium. Yeah, but I'm uh, like personally, I'd rather play uh, in GPP. I'd rather play Batshuayi over like Mbappe. Or, or I, I mean, he wouldn't play. Lukaku wouldn't play if Batshuayi was playing. Mm-hmm. But even if Lukaku was playing, I'd rather play him over Mbappe in GPP, only because I think Mbappe's ownership is going to be higher. Mm-hmm. I think that's right. But as far as cash is concerned, the number one forward eligible player is Griezmann. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean... Continues to be him. Right. I mean, he's going to be over nearly all dead balls. We saw Mbappe take a corner or two here or there. But, I mean, they're the biggest favorite. It's the lowest total. Mm-hmm. But if he's going to be over dead balls, and you're assuming he's, as long as the game is still at hand, he's going to play. Yeah. Why not? I mean, to me, that's safety. You're not going to, you're not going to have to squeeze in. There's, the midfielder's worth paying up for. You're not going to have to squeeze anything in. Agreed. So, like with the with the pricing, like ninety four hundred, like oh, okay, I'd rather him down at like eighty four hundred. But I started plugging people in. And I'm like, okay, where do I spend the salary now? Yeah. So, I think paying ninety four hundred in relative to the slate is perfectly fine for cash. I think it'll be popular in cash, and will be high owned in GPP. Just understand, he's not he's not really that high floor of a player. No, he just happens to have the highest. On right. his team, right? But you're not locking. You're not. You're not putting him in and going. I'm locking in ten points, right? Like you can't be that sure of that. Mm-hmm. But he still has a much higher. Fl- I, I think he has a much safer floor than Mbappe. I agree. I understand if- wanting to play Mbappe, but I just 
the floor for 900 just isn't difference. There. Right, that's what I'm saying. For 900 difference, play Griezmann. Mbappe's mm-hmm. fine for GPP. I just think he'll be high. I think he'll be 30 plus percent owned. Which one? Mbappe. Yeah. But more likely to fade there. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hazard starts, but if Hazard does start, like I, I have no problem. I know he's only midfield eligible, but depending on where KDB lines up, I've no. If Belgium starts their first eleven. I have no problem whatsoever playing Hazard or De Bruyne. I agree. I don't think they do, but I'm just just saying. Mm-hmm. If they do, I'd rather play Hazard over Perisic. Right? I agree. Yeah. I'd rather play Hazard over Mbappe. Mm-hmm. I consider Hazard and, and KDB both kind of together on a similar level as Griezmann. I think I put Griezmann above them both. But I could play both of them. Yeah. But we don't know what the starting lineups. What happens, okay, here in this scenario where uh, KDB and Hazard don't start and the starting lineup is Batshuayi, like they go to a 3-4-3 Belgium, and it's a 3-4-3 with uh, Batshuayi, but Mertens is in. Do you play in- Mertens at 7,100 without KDB and Hazard in? Instead of and no Chadley, Chadley's oh, the consideration say, for me. Right. Think. Okay. Fine. So Chadley not in. You play him. Chadley in. You don't play him. Right. Yeah. If Chadley starts. I'm playing him. Okay, I mean that's all the way at down at the bottom on forward. But let's say it's Carrasco and Moynier, and then the front is something like Batshuayi, Thorgan, Hazard, and Mertens. Right. Mertens. You're just looking for a way for me to play Mertens, is what you're asking. Well, I'm just I'm just considering it's 7100, and what, what what's wrong with Mertens? There's nothing wrong with him, right? But I'm saying in 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 comparison to other players, like let's say you let's say you don't get Hazard, and let's say you don't and like you don't get Chadley, like the other cash viable players in the forward range. I mean, you got Griezmann there. I think Perisic is overpriced. For the matchup, uh, and then Rebic at fifty one hundred. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to pay down for Rebic at fifty one hundred, and KDB is not in, your high price midfielder is going to be Modric, right? Yeah. Okay, so then you have two Croatians. You have a lot of salary in the biggest underdog, right? Like that—that's the issue that I have. Like I, I'd rather take more of Belgium. Like if Thorgan Hazard's in without Chadley in or whatever. Like, I don't mind taking him, but I don't mind taking him and Mertens. Right. And having two Belgians rather than having two Croatians. Yeah, that makes sense. But Rebic is still cash viable. Sure. Chadley's definitely cash viable. Mm Mm-hmm. But what happens if the lineup is something like Chadley and Moynier, and then the front line is Batshuayi, uh, Hazard, and Mertens? Like uh, Thorgan Hazard. Right. Like a Thorgan Hazard. I mean, I know that's a midfield play. You're really you thinking play? that Yanazai doesn't get a start? I'm not sure. Over, I mean, Mertens hasn't started the past two games, so maybe just he plays. Yeah. So he would play on the, I mean, where would he play? He would play on the, he would play where Yanazai would be. And right. Like, Yanazai would have to play in place of Moynier, who was suspended the last game, so he didn't play. Mm-hmm. So it's possible that Moynihan just doesn't play and just like I think that's possible. You're right. I think that's the more right. likely 
Right. So Yanazai plays on one side and Chadley plays on the other. Mm-hmm. Or Carrasco even. Or Carrasco, yeah. Right. But is Yanazai that, that good of a play? I mean, that never getting to midfield. All I'm saying all I'm saying is that I, I it I'm trying to weigh the Belgian options versus the Croatian options mm-hmm. because there's no other options for either other team. Like if I'm not playing Kane and I'm not playing Mbappe. You don't play Rashford? Not, it's possible to play I I, I guess. Consideration. Mm-hmm. But you'd you'd play Rashford over Mertens. Um I don't know if I would. I don't know. But I okay, I I I could see if Rashford starts that he is viable. Yeah, I mean the last time Alexander Arnold started and we'll get to them later, but like he took everything. Right. I mean, that's the reason why I'm looking at Rashford going 6700 is not like expensive. Mhm. But I mean if he's just going to if he's not going to be over dead balls at all. Right. Like he was on them at the end of the Croatia game and it was only because Trippier and Young were off. Right. Obviously, Alexander Arnold wasn't in the game, right? But I mean, I like Rashford over Perisic. I, I understand that. I just don't. I just don't see myself spending so much salary on Croatians, right? Would you take Rashford over Rebic? No. Okay. I mean, for the obviously a sixteen hundred difference. Mm-hmm. No, I'd rather have Rebic. I'd okay. ra- I'd, ra- I'd, I'd want to. I don't want to spend that much money on, on on Croatians. So I don't mind the cheaper ones. I don't okay. mind like. Like, that's why I said once you take Perisic, it's like you're not taking Modric. And it's like, I'd rather take Modric over Perisic. Sure. So Perisic's only value is that he's forward eligible. But Rebic's value is that he's forward eligible. And he's right. much cheaper. And much cheaper. Right. So I'd rather take him, if anything. Just take Griezmann, Rebic, and then you end up taking Modric, and then you're figuring out where the hell do you put the rest of the salary mm-hmm. if the starting Belgian lineup is not is the B team. Right. Then if Chadley's in... Like, I'd rather play Chadley over Rebic. I agree on that. You could do dinky-do. You could do Rebic-Chadley, but then who do you pay for in the midfield? Right. Because if KDB isn't in, because that's why you're playing Chadley or, or the, the Belgians, it's like you have, you're going to leave 3K on the table. Yep. Yep. But I don't see a lineup where you put Griezmann and Mbappe together in cash. I, I mean, I think you'll see it. I'm not. I'm not saying that you won't. Yeah, see it. I, oh, just, yeah. I don't think that's optimal yeah. at all. The game is an under two. Like uh, that. That uh, like. Mm-hmm. Are they? Are these? Are these players going to make value without goals and assists? I think Belgium England is going to be much more open because both teams aren't going to care that much about playing defense. Right. And it's not like the first game that they played; they both wanted to lose. Right. This game just doesn't matter like there's a difference between don't don't try not to get injured because we don't even mind losing to we don't even care right (laughs) right there's a there's a there there is a big difference like not losing and losing is just like well just let's go through the motions Mm -hmm. well this is go through the motions without getting injured and who cares if we score or not this is the game where it's like i'm not even gonna bother playing that highly concentrated defense because the game's 4-2 and we lose, what's the big deal? Right. Like, it's it's not going to be cagey or anything. And these are going to be, if it's the B team, it's going to be the, the guys that want to prove themselves. Yep. And for managers that are like, go out and have fun. There's no semi, like, oh, if we lose, we get the easier side of the bracket type right. of thing. 
That's why I'm looking at the. But that's why I look at someone like Mertens being in. Like I don't think he's that bad of a play in cash. Pair if if you need forward a forward eligible player and you have the money. Yeah, and going down for 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 Rebich and then paying up somewhere and play, paying balanced in like midfield midfield utility and two high priced defenders. Yeah, I think it just comes down to who else is starting with him. Right. Like, okay, do you play so Mertens if Yanazai and Chadley are in? Possibly. I play, I play two of the three. Oh, okay. Like that, that's the that's the point. It's not Mertens. It's I want to play two Belgians. Mm-hmm. Which ones do I want to play? Right. But given the forward eligibility, like if I'm slotting in Griezmann, and I don't, and I'd rather prefer not to play a Croatian. Like, who's the forward-eligible player? It's going to be Chadley, and it's going to be Mertens. Yep. And let's say Chadley's not in. Do I want to play Carrasco or Mertens? And then, no, I'd rather play Mertens over Carrasco, even with the salary. I, I'm, I'm not going to need the salary. That's the point that, like, yeah, 7100 for Mertens. I'd rather him be cheaper, but I have the money. Mm-hmm. And I can still fill out the rest of my lineup with everyone that I want. Yep. So why not do it in the forward slot where there's less options? This is all moot concept if they start a first tip. They, if Hazard, KDB, and Lukaku are in. Right. Right. It's a much, it, yeah, then, then, it's, then it's completely different. Yep. All right. So in mid, midfield, the top option, midfield only, assuming the B teams for the first game is going to be Luka Modric, yep. right? I think you just plug him in for cash and just forget about it. You'd prefer De Bruyne against England if he started over Modric? Yes. yes. Okay. If he if I he starts why. to get right, if he starts to get England, I play him in okay. a game that's a three total that they're favored, and he's starting in the front three. Yeah, easy plug. I'll play both of them. Oh, okay. I was gonna say because you you could get sixty minutes out of De Bruyne and possibly hundred and twenty out of Modric. True. I just I don't think De Bruyne. I don't think. Uh, yeah, starts. I don't think he starts. I, I just don't think they do. I still play him over Perisic. I still play. I mean, I still play him over those types of players. Like yeah, Modric, you're paying for the you're seventy six hundred. You're paying for the floor, mm-hmm. right? Yep. I don't think there's any way to get her because the France options are just so limited floor wise. Yeah, that outside of Griezmann, you're like just sitting there going, "Who do I? Who am I really dying to take?" Mm-hmm. Modric, although playing for the underdog, it's like I think he could get me eight points, and I could rely on that. Yeah. Yeah, There's not that. many other other midfield only options towards. I mean, then you got Hazard, Thorgan, Thorgan, yeah, Yanazai, and, and Yanazai. And I'd rather play Thorgan if he's in than Yanazai. If Yanazai is playing as a wing back, right, rather than Hazard playing in the front three, mm-hmm. and both of them will probably play ninety minutes. Probably, start. yeah, right. But yeah. I'd play I'd play either of them probably over Pogba. Right. Um, I I understand why you would do that. Okay, but you didn't learn the lesson of playing Pogba and Cash last late like I did. Um, <laughs> Even though I did win, I mean the, the the last late I did fine. I did good. I top of the clean sheet. I I, I was really good. Uh, Matweedy made up all of his points in yeah, one game. That that helps. Ridiculous. But still, I'd like a three total game. With a set piece taker and a wide player versus a cagey 
game where, I mean, what's Pogba's floor? Four? Yes. Okay. I think Hazard and Giannis I have higher floors. In a game that is just going to be probably open. Right? Uh, if Pogba doesn't, sh- doesn't shoot from 35 yards and gets one in the back of the net, I mean, what what's... I mean, really, what what's even his ceiling? It's not like you're even getting that much of a ceiling out of him. I mean, it's still at least twenty. Sure, but I mean, but that's for GPP. But I'm yeah. saying, if he doesn't get a goal or an assist, you're sitting in cash, fifty four hundred, sitting there with four points. Yeah. Like, because it's not like he's crossing. It's not like he six fouls drawn. It's it's not going to be that. Right. I'm more likely to see. Six crosses out of Hazard or Yanazai, and that makes up the whole floor there. And he's going to play. I mean, like I just, I'd rather do that. I'd rather play Hazard and Yanazai as a second Belgian than play Pogba as a second French player. I mean, it's possible you could play both, but I'm not high on Pogba. I think there 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 are other French players that I'd play over Pogba. Okay. I'd still play. I probably still play Pogba over Carrasco. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> Depends on how Belgian li- Belgium lines up. It right. really does. Like, I play Chadley over everyone mm-hmm. if he's in. I right? agree. Even though he's horrible at corners, they just let him keep on Yeah, I don't care if he's horrible at him. If he's taking right. him, I'm taking him. Right, of course. I think the, the, the play that you have to consider, once we get down even further... Even Rakitic, 4,500. Poaches a couple of set pieces. Mm -hmm. That's why I take a a look at what we were talking about before in the forward slot going, do I play Rebic or do I play, like when we're talking about Mertens, the second Belgian or whatever, whatever you're going to play from Belgium, England, and go, well, if I take Rebic and I'm taking Modric, like, am I taking Rakitic also? Am I taking three Croatians in a cash lineup? No. So do I like Rebic or do I like Rakitic? And I go, that's fairly... The only reason I take Rebic over Rakitic is because Rebic fills a forward slot. Mm -hmm. I think I may like Rakitic more Mm -hmm. than Rebic. You never have to sell me on Rakitic. I know. At least Croatian Rakitic. Barcelona Rakitic can go to hell. But that's why if I could fill the forwards, if Chadley's in and I'm going Griezmann Chadley... I don't have to make that. I don't have to make that consideration. Mm-hmm. I could just okay. I'm going to save the 600, play Rakitic, and fill out the rest of my and play Rakitic and Modric, and, and I'm fine. Something like that. But if Chadley's not in, now we have a forward eligible player that's missing, and right. you go. The closest forward eligibility is going to be Rebic at 5100. So that means I I, I can't. Or I'm not, either not playing Modric, or I'm not playing Rakitic, right? Or I'm not playing Rebic, and I'm playing another forward-eligible player. And that's why I look and, like, who's forward-eligible? That's not for Croatia. That's not Griezmann. Well, I'm not playing Mbappe. That's why I, that's why I look and I go, do you play Mertens right. if he's in? That's where I get that's that old, the old logic tree kind of. Do you based consider on the construction. If he plays, I don't know. Well, we'll know. He didn't do much the last game he was in. He's two assists. Oh, he took he, he took one corner when he came out as a substitute, and then took none. Yeah, playing like, right. I, I did. it was short too, if I remember right. correctly. So not, not even not even matters. Yeah, I guess so. Option. I think I'd still rather play Rakitic over Tielemans. 
as long as I'm not playing a third Croatian player. Mm-hmm. So you see a sizable difference between Rakitic and Pogba because of two potential poached corners. That doesn't that I think that sounded like derogatory towards Rakitic, but no, I think Rakitic has a slightly higher floor than Pogba, and he's nine hundred cheaper. Okay, or at least similar enough that the nine hundred difference, I'll take the nine hundred. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying if I'm looking at uh, like Tielemans, like if Tielemans is in, I'll take I'll play him over Matuidi, assuming Matuidi plays. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he has he's a going concussion, to. right? It sounds like it doesn't matter. Well, I mean. T- Taliso or Matweedy. I mean, it's going to be one of the two. Most likely Matweedy. Yeah. It's going to be fine. But I'd rather play the Belgian over the French, right? But I wouldn't blame you if you played Matweedy over Rakitic. Mm-hmm. I agree. I wouldn't blame you if you just play you. You like who? Who else on France? The the favorite in that game. Who am I going to play? And you'll you'll play him after he has a, a, a fourteen point game and he'll have negative two. Right? Mm-hmm. That's Matweedy's range of outcomes. Yeah. He's either committing all the fouls or drawing, or drawing all, all the fouls that. and tackling everyone mm-hmm. without ever getting a foul. Well, that's also Rebic. Yeah. Matweedy and Rebic could just, uh, they're, they're like can't, separated by the hip. Or mm-hmm. whatever. I think they were right, very Rebic. upset that we named the Cavani the Cavani because they were like, wait, I can do better than that. Right. But yeah, then you're dead the Matuidi going back to back of six fouls committed, and then uh, oh, excuse me, six, you, fouls six drawn. To tackles. That's what it was, not fouls. Right, and it was no, four I fouls. I think you get four fouls drawn. Sheesh. But I think once you once you pass Matuidi, you're dead. I don't think you're going to need anyone down here unless you're playing them in GPP as punts. I don't think Fellaini plays. I agree. Brozovic has no floor. Loftus Cheek might play. Okay, but these but, are all GP. These, these are all punt. I, I just don't think you're going to be down here in cash. I agree. In a midfield spot, having to play Conte or Witzel, uh, who probably won't be play anyway. Right. Or Musa Dembele or something like that. Yep. Eric Dyer. Or Dyer, yeah. right? Because Henderson's probably not going to play. Yeah. No I thanks. Just, I just don't see you being down here, unless unless Belgium puts out a, a their starting eleven, their top eleven. You're not going to need any of these players. I'd still be do, nervous about any of those guys playing sure. time-wise. But I'm also talking about, like, even in GPP, if you're going to play something, a, a lineup like like Kane, Griezmann, Mbappe, mm-hmm. that type of you're going to need one of these guys yeah. in a utility spot yep. or something. And you have to just weigh these, these low-priced punt-level midfielders like Brozovic and Conte, weigh them against not the uh, midfield spot, but in as a center defender in the defender spot. Like, is Conte at 3,200 better than a central defender? Right. Because maybe it's more worth it to put... With no clean sheet possibility. Right. Okay. Top defender is easily turned Alexander-Arnold. Yeah. No doubt. I'm assuming Trippier doesn't play. I mean, look, he came off. They had to play with 10 men. Right. I mean, I don't see him playing even if they didn't or whatever. That's what I, I was going to say. Yeah, it, doesn't, I think it makes it's gonna no be Alex, sense for him to play. It's going to be uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold and Danny Rose, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. That'll start. Yep. And I think playing both of them is fine. I agree. Same system. Yep. I'd play them over the French guys. Oh, definitely. But I think maybe you play three defenders. Maybe. 
I think the I think the question you have to ask is, uh, I mean, if Mounier's in, uh, I may play Mounier like as the third defense. Like, I mean, I could play Rose, Alexander Arnold, Mounier. Yeah. Like, I don't mind Mounier if he if he starts in a game where no one cares. Like, I don't mind for fifty two hundred. It's better than the French fullbacks, right? I think so, but okay. I'm just giving the option. Yep. I'm not sure. Maybe Yanazai playing as a wing back. Roberto Martinez, anyone's a wing back, mm-hmm. so who knows? Mm-hmm. But I think it's clearly the English fullbacks. And I think the question comes in uh, Hernandez, Pavard. Well, how about Versalco? I think Versalco's better than both of those guys. Really? I do. Especially if they're going to go down. And mm-hmm. I mean, we saw last game also. Mm-hmm. Like he just comes forward and. Just crosses the ball a ton. Mm-hmm. And if you think French, Fr- the France is going to go up, especially early, that's what's going to happen. I mean, he came back from an injury. We didn't even think he was going to play. Yeah. Yeah, I like him more than the French. I think the difficulty is that with the French guys, you never know which it, which one it's going to be. It feels right. like center backs on FanDuel. You might get the right one, but you might not. It really depends. Like, Pavard is on Mbappe's side. Um, I, t- I I I've been since the first game after the first game been siding to play Pavard over Hernandez mm-hmm. because the ball may go Mbappe's way more so than Matuidi's way, right? On that side, but since Matuidi's there, it also allows Lucas to get forward more theoretically. Because, yeah, because Matuidi's really not a winger, right? Look like one last yeah. game, sure. Do you play Piperich if he's in? Um, I just don't think you're gonna have to go there. I mean, Pit- and Strinich is 3,500, but I mean, like Piperich, I think is actually a more attacking player than Strinich. He he for sure is. Right, that's the only reason why I'm asking. Because if Strinich is in, I still don't play him at 3,500. Right. I don't care that he's. I I don't need. I I just don't need that. I don't. I don't need it. Yeah, like if you budgeted for. You're like, I want to play Piverich, but I'm going to leave money for Strinich. And then a Strinich starts, you're like, oh, I don't want to play this guy. Right. I mean, obviously, Versalco over over them easily. Yes. It's just the price difference. It's like, oh, I get a cheap fullback. I just don't think you're going to need the money. Yep. Assuming Belgium doesn't put out a first side, you're not going to be paying for Hazard or KDB if you wanted those options. So, like, where does the money go? Yeah. GPP, sure. But in cash, I don't know where the money... Like, I'd rather play Piverich over Varane or Mtiti. Agreed. More money. More than the Belgian center backs. Yep. For Tongan company, Alder... I mean, the Belgian center backs aren't bad plays for GPP. I just... you. The only way that you're playing a $3,300 defender is if you're playing, like, high-priced... You're stacking the top-level forwards. Right. I mean, if you wanted to play Kane, Batshuayi, and Mbappe, and Griezmann, do that, and then just punt a defender. That's why assessing, like, Belgian Belgian center backs versus Croatian's second fullback, I don't even think you're going to be there. Mm-hmm. I agree. And then goalkeeper play whoever you want. <laughs> I think Lloris stands out above everybody else. I agree. 
I think also that any any uh, Croatian option outside of uh, Mandzukic, assuming he starts, uh, your your the floors are safe against. Yep. Your goalkeeper. Yep. Because the way Croatia gets peripheral. Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as a negative correlation, you could. I mean, you could do. It doesn't matter. But I'm just like, you're not sitting there going like, like even Perisic who. Is expensive for a non-set piece taking player. Mm-hmm. Like he could rack up ten points, and Croatia could score no goals, right? And you're fine with a Lori's clean sheet win. I don't think you could say that with all the other teams. I mean, it's going to be backups. I mean, you, I'm assuming like Butland or Pope is going to play. Yep, I assume so. And Mingale or something, mm-hmm. It'll be something like that. I'm more likely to play the Belgian keeper. I mean, in cash, in GPP, you do the complete opposite if you're playing both English fullbacks. Yeah. If you're playing both English fullbacks in a lineup, like if you want the upside clean sheet across the board, then you play the English keeper. But I think you could play both English fullbacks and have them score no goals. And in cash, you don't get the clean sheet on a Belgian like one nothing win. I don't know how you but go they, it with a goalie in that game. No, I'm 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 just I'm just putting the correlations together. Yeah. Me personally, I mean I, I think you have the money and you pay for Lloris. Yeah. And I could see why not and if you're just playing Griezmann, Sibisic, I mean Griezmann could get to his floor, mm-hmm. right? I don't I just don't think you need the money. I just the only way that you're not going to have the money in cash, and I'm only saying in cash, is if Belgium starts their their best 11. Right. If Belgium starts their best 11, then we start talking about, would you rather play the top-level Belgian guys and then punt in some places, mm-hmm. in a place or two? But if they don't start, I don't see where you spend the money. In cash. That's why in GPP, you want to stack France or stack... You know, three Bell- Merton. You want to play Mertens, Batshuayi, and Thorgan Hazard, and Chadley, and you know, and then and then take Griezmann and Bob. You know, you do something like yeah, yeah. You're gonna have to take a third. You may have to take uh, Pavaric or something like that, or maybe you have to go all the way down to Subasic. If you're like, I'm gonna take you know, I'm gonna take Perisic, Modric, and Fade France or something mm-hmm. like that. But I've tried to put together several cash builds, ones with if Belgium was starting their best side and if ones they aren't. And even the ones where they are starting their best side, I don't see me like, oh, I need to punt at defender and goalkeeper. Right. It's like, no, I could I could pay up in both I could pay up in both spots and be fine. Cause I always have options. Like if Chadley's not in, I could play Rebich. Right? If there were I mean or that's where that's where I get the money from Mertens. That's why I see that, and I go, well, I have to fill a forward spot. Why not put him Mertens if he's in? If he's in, yeah. I get it. Right. Um, Let's move on to showdown. Out of spite, we're not going to talk about Saturday. But Sunday has a nice 100K contest. Right. And also, what, what point of talking about Saturday where we don't even know what the, the lineups are? Right, right. This this podcast will go on for an hour. And well, if this guy's in and that guy's yeah. in and this guy, like, wait till the lineups have fun. <laughs> whatever, do whatever you want. Do. <laughs> um, are you 
locking in Olivier Giroud in a showdown GPP lineup. Absolutely. I'm locking Gir- Giroud in a classic lineup. <laughs> it's got to happen, right? It's due. A shot on target is due. Yeah, do you think he finishes with two points with the one shot that happens to be on target? And you're like, I, I got it. Not be, I would not be shocked if he braced. If he braced. <sighs> it's going to be Giroud and Pogba scoring. Yeah. It's going to be one of those games. Mm-hmm. That's where the leverage is if you're going to play, right? I guess. Game log watchers, they're going to look and they're going to go, oh, I got to play Griezmann and Mbappe. Mm-hmm. And Modric. Right? And Modric, right. But you can't even do. You can definitely play Griezmann Modric. I think that's I mean right. just like you can't play all th- you can't play all three of them together. Mm-hmm. There's not there's no there's no players. Yeah. Assuming that Lovren is the cheapest player. Like uh mm-hmm. Lovren, Vita, and then yeah, you have a substitute. It's the only way you can play all three. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised at how low Rakitic was. Well, it's based on their classic salaries, yeah. right? The sixty-six. I'm. I think in showdown, I I think Griezmann's more of a play than Modric. I could I could understand you not even playing Modric. I agree. I think in cash you do. Mm-hmm. I think cash you put in Griezmann, you put in Modric, and then you figure it out. Mm-hmm. And the figuring out is the tough part because then now you don't like anything that you see. <laughs> Because I think I'm I'm getting into the do who do I like do I like uh, Pogba Rebic Versalco Pavard Lucas Hernandez I go oh I don't I don't like any of these guys but I could play one of them mm-hmm. then it's like can I how do I avoid not playing any of them I can't so now I have to decide and do I like Rebic over Versalco right. And then you start looking, and you go, why do I have four Croatians in my showdown? That's, yep. Part of it is that the French center backs aren't even that cheap. Right. You could always go back to the Matuidi well. But Matuidi isn't even that cheap. Yeah. 6,300. It's not like it was right. It was 4,400 the last time. But if you throw that in, you did Matuidi in there. Let's say you'd, you'd play that guy. I guess you could, and then you throw in a punt play, Brozovic or something. Yeah, he's still four Croatians, unless you, can't, unless you count Conte as a French player. <laughs> I mean, obviously you do, but I mean, what's his, I mean, his floor's low. Yeah. Maybe this is when I he still, scores. Right. But I, I still, most likely, cash-wise, the optimum lineup is, is, it's going to be four Croatians. Uh, right? Because, I mean, who else would you play? If you don't play Modric, like, that doesn't seem optimal. So let's say you, you put in Griezmann, Modric, and then what? What, you put in Pogba, Lucas, and then you, you can't anymore. Then you, you're dead. Lovren, Vita? I mean, like, that doesn't seem optimal. Pretty much punting single digits in two spots. Just so you could have Pogba and Lucas Hernandez? No, the problem is is that you end up going Matuidi Conte. Yeah, but that's not really that yeah, okay. Now you have three French players, but not like now your punt level plays are French punt level plays. And you play Loris. Um, right, you play the goalkeeper. Yeah. Griezmann, Matuidi, Conte, Loris, Modric, Rakitic. 
Larice for seventy two hundred. <laughs> It'll be in a showdown winning lineup as far as like a GPP or something if it's a one nothing game, two nothing game. Mm-hmm. Could be. Yeah. I mean the difficulty that we have with France is the same that we do anytime they play. Is you're like, okay, right. let me get a bunch of France and it's like, okay, let me get Griezmann and um Ugh. And then everyone has a three point floor. Yeah. Right? And Griezmann has like a, a five and a half point floor. Right. So you're not even excited about that. Right. And then you look and you go, Well, Lucas and Pavard have minus the not including the clean sheet, they both have like three and a half point floors. Yep. But uh depending on the game, depending on how it tilts on one side or the other, one could have a seven point floor and one could have a one point right. floor. And you don't know which way it's gonna go. Right. So good luck with that. Yeah. And you're paying up for them. The worst part is that France would have been the perfect third place game. Like Fakir probably has by far the highest floor of anybody uh, right. on, of the four teams that are left. Even Lamar, if he didn't, you know, Lamar without Dembele or something like that. Right. If Dembele was in, right? I mean, we'd, we would have the opposite problem if we had like Fakir and Dembele right. in. And you'd be like, how do I take all the France? Yeah. Yeah. And then in showdown, you have Matweedy. If you want to pay 6300 just realize his floor is negative four. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? I mean, you, you, that's the problem with the, the, some of these players. I could play, like, I did in the showdown slate against Croatia. Like, like I'm going to do, I, everything fit in fine for GPP, and then well, I'll just put in Lovren. Go, like, what's the worst thing that happens? With, I, all I need is just, like, points. Yeah. I'm like, no, Lobbrin has a negative floor. He has a negative floor, yeah. Right. He's fouling everyone. I'm like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah. You're, like, astonished that he hadn't got... It was only a matter of time before the yellow card came, and amazingly, it never did. Right. But it still comes down to, I mean, look at the, how, how little analysis we could do on Showdown, where it's just, like, play whoever you want. That's why, like, the only thing I could say is, like, Griezmann, Modric, and then... You're you're making you could do a million different ways. Play Versalco, play Rakitic. There's no way that the twenty thousand dollar lineup has Griezmann and Modric in it. It's possible with the center. Hey, with I the, bet it, I bet it's neither of them. Right. It's Mbappe and Giroud. I think it's less likely to have Modric in it than Griezmann. I agree. Like, Modric's good for, like, a floor, but, I mean, as far as, like, scoring? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, Modric could score. Yeah. Yeah, any lineup that I try to put together has four Croatians in it, <laughs> which, I mean, maybe Well, we've been talking all Nash. tournament about how they're the peripheral guys, so of course you like Right. Them. Well, that's the that's the reason. Like, I, I'm putting this together. Like, like who would... Like, Versalco or Pogba? It's like, Versalco obviously has a higher floor than Pogba. And then I go for Salka, and then I go, like, with the fullbacks, and I go, how the hell am I paying 8400 for Lucas Hernandez? Yep. Or 9000 for Pavard? 9000 for Pavard, I'll play Giroud for 8600 mm. Or Rebic. And then, then we said, get into all the Croatians. Hey, it's quite possible the optimal lineup is five Croatians. Stop. Why not? They get a Griezmann penalty in the first minute, and then Croatia just pushes forward and crosses the ball eight thousand times. You can't even get that much though, with because like we were saying, if you're if you go Griezmann as your if you did a four one, uh, a five, five one. sorry five one, 
um, if you if you start Griezmann Modric, like you're really not getting that much Croatia. You're not getting the Croatia you want. You're not getting Perisic. You're not getting Mandzukic. You're probably getting Versalco and Rakitic and the center backs. Like you don't want them. Right. Subasic is one you could get instead well, of the well, center You want backs. a goalkeeper, right. Uh, I guess Brozovic you could get. Right, but that that's a punt level play. Right. So there you go. Griezmann, Modric, Rakitic, Versalco, Brozovic, Subasic. For the okay, biggest underdog on, or I guess it's the one game. For the underdog. Hey, maybe maybe Croatia wins 4-1. Yeah, maybe. In extra time. It's actually scoreless going in at, after 90, and then it ends 4-1. Right. Or it could be on penalty. Remember, showdown, it count, the penalty sh- count, mm-hmm. right? Take all the penalty takers. Mm-hmm. And this is what, uh, you know, 20,000 a first, 10,000 a second. Tenth place, set of steak knives. No, 500 bucks for ninth place. Ninth and tenth. Eleventh place, you're fired. (laughs) What's what's better, though? Yeah, what's what's fine about Showdown, though, and which is why I'm fine with the first place being 20,000 and ninth place being 500, is that it's going to be separated by, like, three-quarters of a point, so... Right, because that makes it good... Right, right. Yeah, that's the, the, the... Accurate passes, Matt. Right. Oh, I didn't realize that Vita would pass the ball more than Lob. Yeah. There's little times where they're just kind of, like, tapping the ball back to each other. You're just thinking, just right. sitting there going, yes! Keep going! Right, that's why in Showdown, whenever they played, I stack Spain. Right. They have all have good floors mm-hmm. on accurate passes. Mm-hmm. Didn't score a goal. No. The one with the pass accumulation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we've run out of material for the World Cup. I think we but finally... I, uh, the next, uh, we'll, we'll still do podcasts before uh, Premier League. Yes, of course. Of course. Uh, but not I International Champions Cup. No. I believe we will do... Uh, bef- before the third... Like, I still... We'll still do Monday and Thursday podcasts, other than next week, uh-huh. where we're both hanging out in Las Vegas. That's right. Uh, and we'll still do Monday, Thursday. We'll do Ask the Shark, you know, strategy, soccer strategy, any DFS strategy. Because so I know we have a bunch of new listeners mm-hmm. or whatever. Just got into soccer, got into DFS or other sports. I know there's we have like 15 other podcasts, like 14 hours worth of audio with all a ton of subjects and everything, advanced topics, beginner stuff that you can go through. But uh, if you do have a question for you know, the podcast where there's, you know, no slates to talk about until Premier League starts. Just send them in in the Slack or to Andrew, uh, and, you know, we'll talk about it. And then we'll also probably, like, the Monday before the first DFS slate for Premier League do similar to what we did for, like, the World Cup of let's break down all 20 teams mm-hmm. for, like, DFS purposes. Right. Who are the top options for these teams based on what we know of them? And their new rosters that, you know, new signings, people that have left, and what we predict. Mm-hmm. So for people that may not be uh, accustomed to the Premier League at all because they just got into soccer DFS through the World Cup, they have a little bit more of an understanding of each side. Yes. Yep. That's why you're the sales guy. Right. And if you're not part of the Slack yet, we're, we're, we're let me take a look. 
Oh, four. We're at three ninety six. Three ninety six. Yeah. Right. So if if you're a RotoWire subscriber, which only costs like like peanuts, like what six bucks a month, something like that. Six ninety nine a month for a soccer subscription. Six dollars and ninety nine cents. With all the cheat sheets for Showdown and MLS mm-hmm. and Liga and International Champion. Are you? I'm not signing up for that yet. You're not signing up for that, I'm but sure I mean, I'm hey, up for that. it wouldn't be unheard of. You're right. There's You're right. The, 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 there's no better home for daily fantasy soccer than a road award. Yeah. I mean, if you're going somewhere looking for International Champions Cup cheat sheets, I don't know where there's else There's only one go. place that would possibly, like... There's you, only one person no, stupid enough to do them. <laughs> right. And you're listening to them right now. Right. I'm not even stupid enough to read them. Right. <laughs> Just the double goalie. For the same team and hope one of no, them. No, four goalies. All four goalies. Oh, all four. Right. Okay. Is there extra time? No, there's no extra time. Um, I'm trying to find a way that both goalkeepers would play 60 minutes. Do they not do? Do they not skip extra time? But they go to penalties. Oh, that doesn't help me. But but you get the penalty. In, in showdown. You get the, but in show right showdown. In showdown. Yeah. Yep. So I need the first goalkeeper to go 60 minutes with the clean sheet. Yeah. And then zero zero, and the second goalkeeper to have five saves in 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 the in the shootout, penalties. right? Yeah, sounds totally optimal. Yeah. and do it both on both sides. Yeah, yeah. So I'm playing four goalkeepers. Uh huh. I'm playing six goalkeepers actually, and making sure just yeah. in case, just in case, <laughs> just in case the third right. I want to make sure I get all the saves mm-hmm. and none of the clean sheets mm-hmm. and none of the wins. Yeah, that's why international champions score. cup is so fun. Right for low ball. Yeah. Right. For low ball, everyone is like, who's starting? You can't play any of them. And then you play the subs, and then you get pissed off when your guy is on the field. Right, right. Like, oh, I, I can't believe they're bringing my guy on. And then you You, you lose because he scores. Right. So you win International Champions Cup showdown by having the least amount of people substituted in. Right. And you get lucky with the one team that just for whatever reason on that day just makes no substitutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yuck! These are the format. These are the innovative formats when you when you are, are, are dealing with contests for friendlies, right? Right. Preseason friendlies, no less. They should just friendly give us some money. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely next on the agenda. If anybody wants to follow up with Jordan, you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead. That's Blender HD. I'm at Rotowire Andrew. As we mentioned, we're available on the Slack chat, hoping to get to 400 at some point. Today would be great. So if you'd like to get in, please just reach out to me on Twitter or you can hit up the at Rotowire Soccer Twitter account. Jordan, thank you for that. Thank you for all your work during the World Cup. And I will talk to you after we know who actually has won the World Cup. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. When you make decisions for your company, you always look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing and shipping to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your process to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, books, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart if you sell online. Schedule package pickups through the dashboard and automatically see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers with rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are 
even on the go. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other business decision makers with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.